And hello, everybody. Good day. Welcome to the Danny Trio Fan Podcast, the best Danny Trio podcast, the only Danny Trio podcast. <laughs> no, and your I think you should Danny have ended that podcast. sentence, like that that statement, a sentence earlier. Should have said the best Danny Trio podcast, because no one, I think people see the Danny Trio podcast like we can't compete with these guys. <laughs> Let's just not bother. <laughs> That's gotta so be. we're like the only ones now. Matt, We've eliminated the competition. I've I've got to tell you, Matt, there's a big one to get to today. This is the one that you said it was just basically porn. Put your boner pants on right now. I'm always wearing my boner pants. Two gentlemen are going to sit in a flat together and watch what equates to a pornography video. This is going to end in an orgy. <laughs> there are only two of us here. But there are some skulls there down there that could get involved. So, you know. I keep telling you when it's just us, it's not an orgy. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me just do this uh, this synopsis again without without breaking, as they say in the biz. Okay, here we go. Shut up. Although Elsie is young and beautiful, her husband is no longer interested in having vanilla sex with her. This leaves her bored, unsatisfied, and with problems during public masturbation. <laughs> then she meets the mysterious photographer, Rennie, and experiences unknown measures of lust and passion. The affair suddenly becomes deadly danger when she learns he's suspected of woman slayer. Thank you, Tom Zara, <laughs> for your apt description of this movie. I remember. I remember the yeah, description it's all from last time. Back. Now yeah, it's flooding back, like the memories of a sex crime. This this is on YouTube, but it's on uh, dual language, but which it just means it's in Hindi for some reason. And I have found it on some iffy-looking sites, one of which lists the genre as adult thriller, <laughs> and one of which lists it as a Portuguese film of a dark thriller nature. Uh, how bad must things have been for Danny Trio to be involved here? I mean, I mean, if someone offered me a lot of money to do a porno, I'd do it. Well, I mean, that's but... the thing, though. Like, he's just seen the script with his lines in it, and I'm guessing he's not boning anyone in it. So to him, it's just an, a thriller with. Oh my of... god, I would love to see him you bone know? somewhere on this, though. <laughs> I mean, if I've got to see, so, if I've got to see a lot of boning, I'd rather it be Danny Trio doing. I the would boning. not like to see that. That would that would scare me. That'd but be like from, watching Santa from, Claus have sex with someone. From like the description of it it looks like there's gonna be a lot of boning going on anyway so i mean i'd rather be danny trail than there's only else. one way to find out it's like it's like if you're gonna get fucked you'd rather be someone you, you know than someone some random stranger in a dark alley that's the caliber of conversation we're gonna have here <laughs> oh yeah this is this is gonna be this is gonna get delisted demonetized or whatever you call it on the internet let's let's uh let's go let's go This is going to pick up the, the outro music as well as it does usually because it's usually on the TV. Mm, okay. That's clever. We don't need to do that. And it does sound like the room as well. Like it, it, it's yeah. just that, that, I think the same music. See, at the very beginning it. of this, when there was still a faint glimmer of hope for the movie, I was like, you know what? They're, they're doing stuff with the music in this that's better than the crap we <coughs> usually have. But then they kept doing the same fucking piano shite over and over and over again. So, in a move that's different from what usually goes down on the Danny Trio Fan Podcast, I would like first to discuss the filmic elements of this this feature. And You are just going to talk about the boobs, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, no. I know that would sound like a setup for a good gag, but it's actually quite interesting. Speaking of setups for a good gag, uh, bum, yeah, bum. that's all to come. So this was directed by a fellow who goes by the name of Gregory 
something or other, but I can't find it now because... That's the name of a sex criminal if I ever heard one. He's got a different list of names, so I don't want to go through all the fucking... That's also a, a hallmark of a sex criminal if I ever heard one. The list of the name that he is on this movie is Gregory Dark. <laughs> That's the name of a sex criminal if I ever heard one. Do you know what it's the name of? It's the name of a porno director. Okay. So as well as doing softcore movies like this, and he churned out loads of these, he also did do porn. He's in a, a porn hall of fame for the <laughs> country. He's in the hall of fame as like a lifetime achievement award as well. That's brilliant. He contributed that much to the endeavor of pornography. So we have him to thank for porn as it is today. Well, God bless you, Gregory Dark. Um, see, right. These kind of movies, like you watch them now, when you go like, "Oh, well, it was just like porn that was made back then for you know people who couldn't get porn. It was just kids jerking off their boobs." But then you think, was it because a thematic porn is what it was? It was for people who are into the idea of submission and women getting their comeuppance and watching all this shit unfold. Because back then. Gonzo porn is what it's referred to now, and you can do all that stuff. You can like, you can film rape scenes as long as you <laughs> say, as long as you legally state at the beginning of them, this is a consenting actress, yada yada. This is all stuff I gather from reading online, okay? And you, you can still, you can get away with pretty much anything. There are people who have been sentenced to crimes for not like suggesting certain things but then they use second amendment rights to say like well well, well you can't do anything about suggesting yada yada second amendment's the gun one i mean that seems amendment yeah. rights yeah. then you know what i mean the first amendment but is the one with this the talking. is clearly a movie that was made for a market of people that wanted to jerk off to some weird shit the people who wanted to jerk off to weird shit but didn't have the balls to go out and go to a porno well, this is what i'm saying stuff. at this time there wasn't a, a wide variety of porno we we take for granted how much sick shit you can get by just typing in, you know, oh, yeah. ass-blasting midgets, and then there you go. 30-year-old women, there you go. That's a weird porn fetish. We are so jaded. That's weird how we've come back to 30. The <laughs> idea of a woman in her 30s is like, oh, that is yes, a, you, baby. I've tried this. You type that into Pornhub, you won't find anything. But if you type in, you know, uh, fucking... Adventure Time cosplay, you'll get something. <laughs> but I have, I have searched Pornhub for like um, nice sex with nice people <laughs> at one point, and you don't Is get nice a, sex with that, nice people. That picture of sex children comic. And do you have any porn that simulates a, a real relationship? That's my fetish. <laughs> I love the idea. People have said that before. Like they really need to get that as a genre of porn. Just like they have a man porn, and a woman who are just like thing. a man and a woman just like watching TV. Like so, should we have sex? Nah, let's not. Yeah, I was thinking, let's not. Let's keep watching Netflix. That's that's like, you know, I I would get off. La- last point to that. <laughs> last point before we get to Matt getting off hard and more things. This guy Gregory Dark went on to direct. Uh, pop music videos Britney Spears Mandy oh, yeah. Moore we had a conversation about um, did so he direct any of the dodgy early Britney Spears stuff no he did some early girl? Mandy Moore stuff though which so. he also well, like we were talking about the Rolling Stone cover Britney's just going a little aside yeah yeah, yeah. that was interesting that, that's and a whole thing on its own which leads us into another well it doesn't lead us it's like the point we were making was that you didn't realise at the time how sexualised all that stuff was because yeah. you were young and vulnerable stuff Vulnerable to stuff that I was sexualized. I was, I was like thirteen when the um, "Hit Me One More Time" video came out, and that was like everyone was like, "Oh, whoa, that's whoa, this is like, I mean, yeah." But and it's like 
you go back now, she's like, she was like 17 then. And you go back now, it's like, holy shit, she's young there. Holy At the fuck. same time that we were all too young to know any better, but still young enough to be able to go like, oh yeah, and that'd be weird. There were 13, 40-year-old, 50-year-old blokes that yeah. were watching that, jerking off to it. Uh, 30, 40, 50-year-old blokes making the stuff as well. Like, I've always said pop it. music is porn for children anyway. Yeah. That, that's a, if you watch those videos, Jesus Christ, they, they, there's more than that than I could jerk off to on live TV when I was a teenager. It's, it's the gateway which drug. Which was our only softcore porn channel we had in this country. Yeah. And the, the fact that, you know, some of it was spearheaded by a guy made porno is not a big fucking surprise. Yeah. So cardinal, this movie, Cardinal <laughs> Crimes, which I keep referring to as the Sex Cardinal, which <laughs> <laughs> makes me laugh. So I don't know. We should change the name of it retroactively. Man, I, from the beginning, there was bits of hope because I thought there'd be boobs, and I, I, this is something I want to state at the very beginning as well. Take me on my word, the internet. I'm a man of good credit. Uh, Matt, you'd say that I'm a man of high character, right? You know, I speak as I am found. That's saying. You know, I say you, but you're honest. You, you, you're, I'm an honest Joe. You're, you're uh, you a know, good egg. I've said you know. things that have been sort of seen as askew in today's climate because I speak my mind and I don't reserve judgments for anybody. Yada yada. I did not get a single erection all the way through this. Here we go. <laughs> not a, I, not a I, one. I, Something nearly stared at a bit there in the uh, the 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 uh, the Chinese restaurant scene, but, but it was just because you know the music was so good. But I mean, I mean, I've been rock hard through every single movie other than this one. I mean, <laughs> and this is the only one. But nothing, nothing down there. Oh man, there was a twinge of hope at fifteen minutes and thirty-eight seconds <laughs> when. Our main character, Elise, goes into a porno theatre and guess who is manning the <laughs> desk in the porno theatre? Danny goddamn trio. trio. The, the man himself. His uh, his line was just like, oh, and I, don't, I can't even remember why she was going into the porno theatre. I was writing stuff down and missed the bit the where she was... scene was the best scene all over. Go on. Only on. just entirely because Danny Trio was in there. And his, there was uh, a lot of good interesting stuff, but go on, we'll get back to see, my He was like it. doing this whole like, ooh, yeah, you're nice. Like it, it, The line he gave, I wrote it down, was, ooh, sweet meat, <laughs> as she walked past. Which, I mean, I don't want to believe he wrote that himself because I, I imagine Every, Danny Trio was a more generous like lover than that. Pretty much everyone in this movie was a creep. Yeah. And, you know, he didn't... But, well, but, all the men and half of the women were creeps. The only one who wasn't was the... Well, actually, even the cops were kind of creeps in this Yeah, well. the guy was a bit weird, wasn't he? The, the porno theatre scene was brilliant. We don't even need to know why it was there. It doesn't matter. Lusty and Busty porno Lust, It was called <laughs> Lusty and Busties. So it was like, is Lusty in today? I need to speak... Someone... I need to speak to Mr. Busty, my good man. <laughs> Which one was Danny Trio? Was he Lusty or Busty? <laughs> Was it a family-owned business? A mom and pop was one of them lusty, and the other one was busty. The and, and the fact that one of the X's fell off the sign as well, so it was a double X. It wasn't a triple X. There, <laughs> I didn't pick that up either. It was fucking brilliant, and I, it gets I, it gets better because when she's peeking her head around the corner to see what's happening in this theater, the thing that's on screen is a fucking dog. <laughs> It's just a dog sitting there. Is this some post-apocalyptic future where it's like you need dog memes? You've got to go to a porno theater for them. <laughs> That's what the two X's are. It's like I don't. I'm not in the mood for triple X. I don't want to see it. I am like I'm done with sex. Can uh, I please just see some dog memes so oh I can feel human again God. and feel uh, like life is worth living? And it's like there's got to be book. a market for that. There's, I am doggo. <laughs> There is going to be a, a certain sect of people that would go to a, a screening of memes and just <laughs> really enjoy themselves. And fair play to them. 
Yeah, so did I. That's the point of it. But this was just a porno theater with a dog and then some people going at it. Why, why was the so, dog in there? Question mark. <laughs> but anyway, so this movie is about this lady who picks up this 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 fat man from an airport and they drive home. It's and established it's... that that's her husband and the guy... That's... It's an old fat dude with a young, relatively hot woman, blonde woman. Just... Is this just Trump's America, the movie? <laughs> but yeah. it, is, it is, though, because there's no point in the movie when she goes, oh, I'm only with him for his money, or, like, oh, I don't have it, care about him at all. She's, like, she's generally interested in get, keeping this relationship yeah. going. And they have like, that whole the... uh, that cocktail party. It's like, my guy spends 12 hours in the office, and when he's not in the office, he's thinking about being in the office. It's like, well, that's why you married him, kind of. I mean... Yeah, you're watching this whole thing assuming like she's gonna be in this relationship for the money, though it's never said that she is. There's never anything to say otherwise until yeah, the it's end. A, it's it's I like I guess that was I don't know if that was why else canon would you? I mean, I'm I'm not. It was say, a big like, hump to get over. Yeah, it's, I'm not saying, saying like yeah. uh, women don't just fall in love with fat men. I mean, they don't. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> take my word for this. As a fat man, they do not. But uh, say they do. For the sake of argument, that she's like madly in love with this big fat ball guy, and he's also very distant emotionally, and it spends all his time in the office. And when he's not in the office, he's just what li- flipping through bondage magazines and stuff. And she's really into him, like in a weird kind of like, oh, I've got to keep this relationship alive. Oh, oh yeah, I, I was writing down stuff like the fact that I thought her name was Lisa at first, so I wrote a huge. Her name pic- was Lisa, wasn't it? Elise was in it. Oh yeah, it was. That was in the description for. So I wrote down it's a bad sign. Her name's Lisa. So with all this room music. Yeah. Okay. Going on. We need to dedicate a whole section to that as well. This was the room, wasn't it? This was but the room. If Tommy really? was a bit rapey. Even then, like even like, like the room was better made. The the room was better made because it was worse yeah. made. It, Someone put like passion and effort into this, like and really tried to make it work. And there was some nice shots. Well, there was at least one nice shot. But then again, there was also two cameras. Oh my god! Like in the room, they they used yeah. them, like a, like a different camera filter or a different camera quality to film one scene, and then it went back to everything else. Like in the room, shooting. 45 million something else but the if i do say so brilliant point that i brought up during this was this is exactly the kind of movie that a young tommy was would have seen thought like oh this is what movies are all about i can make movies like this and that's where the room came from which i didn't like because i like the idea of the tommy was just some immortal vampire who's like who understands didn't understand human nature this well that he's like i know exactly the sort of thing that's going to make people just give me all the money in the world because the money from my uh 17th century gold mine <laughs> is, is sort of running low. Nope. He he saw these movies and wanted to make more. If anything, Tommy Wiseau is just a genre artist. Yeah. Which kind of ruins Tommy Wiseau for me. I like, don't think anyone told him like, that that genre artist, that, the genre he was making, the erotic thriller, was, you know, garbage now. It was probably <laughs> garbage the year after that shit was made. <laughs> but th- there we are. That that's uh, I have solved the puzzle of Tommy Wiseau. You're welcome, the internet. Watched a lot of this shit and then uh, decided to make his own. And he he made his own. He made it better. He did make it. The room was much better. He was an auteur of this genre. There there was better actors in the room. People (laughs) were actually wanted to be there. There was was more tits in this. And there were much, much better tits. No one... I, I, I keep saying, like, Lisa from The Room is hot. I don't, I don't Come at me, internet. Let's not get into that again, man. Yeah. But, like, I, I mean, let's just jump past that scene and just go with, like, how fucking 
just terrible everyone was in this. Like how the lead actress seemed like she was half asleep for every scene. Uh, every was... minor character, every single male character seemed horribly rapey. Yes, including, including not even the one and, who turned out to be a rapist. Well, they were all kind of rapists in a way, kind of way. Like she's the scene where like we need to get into the plot a little bit. Like she's like bored with her marriage with uh, fat uh, the Jewish fella. You can, you can just say the Jewish fella. <laughs> like, you know his name? His name is Stanley Goldenstein. Golden Goldenberg. Shit, I wrote this down, and they, they, I swear to God, they change his name like three times. It's cold. It's Golden Brick at one point, then it's Goldenstein, then it's Goldenberg at the end. That's how unimportant he was to this whole yeah. thing. So we'll call him. We will call. Well, well let's, let's not call him Goldberg. Let's not summon <laughs> Goldberg from his Stygian pit to take us down. People don't know what that that crazy inside joke we have, and I can't explain it to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have time. Move on to. But um, the the other lad as well, who's like one of the main characters, is the artist Remy. Ugh. So, uh, he's made a lot of these shitty movies with this shitty director, but he was also in the movie Yellowbeard, which for you people at home was a movie that Graham Chaplin of Monty Python fame tried to get off the ground for many years, and he finally managed to do with I think. Pretty much, um, George, George Harrison just financed it again, like he did with Life of Brian. <laughs> George, George Harrison and the Beatles? Yeah, what? did you not know that? I did not know this. Well, George Harrison made the Life of Brian, paid for the Life of Brian just because he wanted to see what the movie would be like. Because he's just <laughs> a fucking boss dude. Yeah. Uh, he was but, the, truly the greatest Beatle. I'm not sure how true that is for Yellow Beard, but it was one of those things oh, in God. development hell a lot of time got passed around, a lot of scripts, changes. Came out as a terrible movie. Everyone who worked on it, like Eric. Idol, Eric Idol is that the, the yeah the guy yeah. from uh, Monty Python yeah as well. he he said it, some movies are terrible to to make but a lot of fun to be on and some movies are a lot of fun to make and terrible to be on <laughs> but this was a lot of fun to this was a terrible movie that was a lot of fun to be on because it's got a great cast like and, and it's like John Cleese like is in it just to be right there. just to be in it because he because a uh, uh, grey masked basically is the only reason he did but it's got all the, like these great comedic actors it's Marty Feldman. Uh, it's got your oh yeah yeah but it's got him in it as well and ironically also a lot of really uh, off color rape jokes that don't really stand above it. <laughs> I remember Much watching like this movie, watching Yellowbeard and thinking this is alright. I mean, I watched it back like I watched it back two months ago and it's, it's... yeah, it made me need to watch it again to. But it, yeah, it's a career killer of a movie. Yeah, it really, <laughs> it really is. I'm going back to uh, she meets this artist Rennie. I'm gonna to have to insist that we call him Remy because Remy was the name of my to call old him dog. An artist as well, Jesus. Remy was the name of my old dog, and I don't want to bring her name into this horror show. Just call him the rapey artist. Rapey artistman. Um, but his art gallery is just like bondage shit, but it's not good bondage stuff. It's, it's a lot of it's, what people thought bondage was. They I'm gonna be honest. A lot of his paintings just seem like background noise to me like it's like this painting made me a million dollars it's like that's yeah it was it it's was, like oh shit there's a painting there fuck i didn't see that it was just vague generic like women in leather she elise is kind of fascinated with him she goes to she climbs up his fire escape yeah. and <laughs> that's starts, not a metaphor yeah everybody yeah. <laughs> she's like the just she climbs like a fire escape in heels yeah that was weird she's while like, uh, while a very cartoonish 
bum looks on. She's watching him, watching him like have his way with this woman with a banana. This oh, happens. The banana this sex. happens. Yeah, yeah. This is the thing that happens in this movie. And she's watching it. She's you know getting off on it, getting you know with her fingers. So this is speak. the public masturbation and that comes into it. Fucking a bum, the bum, the cartoon bum just grabs her. <laughs> Puts a knife to her throat and starts raping her right there. But it's so... And it's done in a comedic way. It's like, what? This from, is from point A, right. So he's... he's She is watching the artist, quote-unquote the artist, um, do some footage, shooting some film. There was no cameras lady, there. And then he just starts getting on top of her. And then the, she, she's taking off her clothes while standing on a fire escape watching this. <laughs> which must this. be cold, let's be at, honest. Uh, which, at some point, the, uh, when the banana starts getting its way into the vagina, and then, then Drunky McDrunk scales up all these he steps. He does this in complete ninja and, silence and as well. comes up behind her. And it, this is like two and a half minutes at the most, and he, he's just groping and fondling for two and a half minutes, and she's fighting her off. Never verbally saying no. Just putting that out there. Oh god! <laughs> and 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 then at some point he brings a rape. Uh, at some point he brings a knife out. So so, so what, what, but rape what, knife. But what is the what is the knife for? Her clothes are off. She's not going to be able to do much to stop you anyway, dude. What? what, what uh. And then uh, she falls through the window because like her cries of no, please don't, which don't happen aren't heard by anybody and and the guy inside's just getting on with his business and then they fall through the window or she falls through the window because the the rapey bum just melts down the staircase doesn't <laughs> oh, he? Yeah. he melts he just turns into a pile he of clothes melts. Like, I'm not making this up if you watch this scene on YouTube what I think a it happens bizarre I think scene the scene happens was. about 20 minutes in just watch for the bum just like he just melts and leaves his clothes behind so it's weird. It's fucking wonderful. I, the rape itself was horrible. It but was, the funny, well, no, I mean, let's, of, let's be real here. I've seen much more graphic rape scenes in my time. Yeah, I mean, boys don't cry. I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't want to get through the list here. Yeah, <laughs> that was a peck on the cheek of a, of a rape scene. It was, to quote an MC Chris done, album. It was done like cartoonishly. Like, it was a grope more than anything, yeah. yeah. But like he is like a, a committed grope, like oh, I'm here yeah, he was and I'm drunk and I'm not going the... anywhere. So oh my god, we're only twenty minutes into this. Right? Oh my god, we need to high point. But him. like uh, then the the guy find brings it. It's like oh, were well, you all right? That was terrible. And then sex ensues, like yeah. bloody hand sex ensues. It's not even there's not even like a a pause between like oh one scene to the next. I mean, I don't know much about how women survive like rapists and stuff, but I don't Physical think they. Su- I don't think they survive it that well by immediately just jumping into a threesome like that just seems really unrealistic i don't trust that at all maybe someone else has a different the, opinion the illicit affair carries on from there yeah. and at some point she goes to get food as well and uh the, she's 60p short and the guy goes on the house yeah. and she goes oh nice one then he, here's she, a picture of me having sex with someone she gives him a she gives him the, the envelope and so oh, this is for you and the a, donut guy opens it it's <laughs> like there's actually a letter inside that says fuck me on the, like fuck me on the table or something like that is there yeah like oh, they show okay. it later on and it's just, just it picture. just leads to a sex scene with her just banging this donut dude and this, this doesn't come the, back the, again the donut guy goes I know what you want because <laughs> that's I think that's because <laughs> he, he, he opens the letter and oh looks at it God. like that he doesn't that's do why it with any kind of like erotic delivery or, or like factual delivery I know what you want <laughs> I, uh, yeah I want to stamp for my sub card what, what are we doing here what are we doing here what but then they have sex on a table somewhere, very unhygienic. Food and, is prepared uh, in that area, you know. That's not right. 
And then skip, skip, skip. Cause it's, yeah, uh, um, uh, the guy at Stanley, Stanley Golden Jew. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I've I've been way less anti-Semitic than this movie has been. Let's just be honest. Um, he just says like, "Oh, you can't leave me," or gives her the speech, and it's like, dude. You're not fucking Bowser. <laughs> Just fuck your wife, all right? You know, don't marry, don't marry a woman half your age and not fuck her and he not give, give her, her what some she vanilla wants, sex though, because uh, the the artist blackmails her further. Because I think that's the kind of thing they were trying to set up was like the the dude's blackmailing her. Yeah. Even though it wasn't a very good blackmailing job, and she's why would she need to be blackmailed into continuing having sex with him when the op- the only other option she's got there is a. Uh, a big fat man, Bowser esque, sitting there yeah. on his throne of bones. I'm doing the whole like old people, old men with young women. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? If you can't, if you can't physically keep up, don't fucking marry them. You know. So one of the early scenes though is is him flipping through this bondage magazine and then like hiding it shyly away. At which point I am going like, oh, this is just a guy that's in the bondage. Fair enough. Let's let's just follow that thread. But we don't follow that thread. In, and you think it kind of comes around. It though. comes around though, but you think, why were we not discussing it because of the times? Uh, you know, you're a rich dude with a hot wife. You can, uh, if she says like, "Oh, I don't want to do that," you just go get another hot wife. You know. Sure. But but plot 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 plot. Oh yeah, the dude in the donut shop does this weird sex move where he's like, <laughs> he's kind of lying flat on top oh, of her he's... while also kissing her neck. I nicknamed it the squatting leech, <laughs> and I don't know if. The Kama Sutra people listen to this podcast, but if they do, then, you know, I would like some money for that. There is so much... Put it in the next edition, please. There is so much nipple kissing in this movie as well. Everyone's just kissing this girl's nipples. And she doesn't seem enthusiastic about any of it. Can can you explain why I may have written down the word rape alien? Is that... (laughs) I don't know what that's about. Was I describing the donut guy there? Because he is a rape alien. He was quite alien. He he probably had a micro penis from the, the, the... The you know uh, the motion of the ocean there like the, I mean, the, the, the angle the angle that he was entering her in made it seem like he was not mm. well endowed yeah but that's not what we need to talk about <laughs> I I say that from sad tragic experience but anyway uh, at some point it turns to she... oh yeah the cop knocks on the door and's like oh this guy Rennie he's a woman slayer yeah which you know and then he's like I was in you you may think I'm some fancy dandy Los Angeles cop but I've worked in New York for a bit I know how we pronounce the word bagel <laughs> I have been busting freaks and nerds and geeks freaks and, and geeks. comic book enthusiasts <laughs> he does say he's been he's been busting geeks yeah which either means people that eat chicken heads and carnivals or people who buy comic books and I don't think there are many carnivals in, in LA <laughs> So, so he he's just driving around Comic Cons like, ah, that guy's dressed as Iron Man. Get him! I'm the best cop. Well, this is 1991. You know, it wasn't popular back then, guys. Yeah. These are different times. You kids don't know what it was like to be a comic book fan before the Iron Man movies, man. Yeah, exactly. We suffered for our art. I had the comic book enthusiasm beaten and abused <laughs> out of me up until like the last two or three years. So. When I beat it back in. Beat it back in. I have had stuff being beaten into me and beaten out of me for so long. Much, Much like, like the woman in this, movie. in this movie. 
Can we talk about how cool that fucking bass riff was while Rennie was banging that woman in the the bathroom? Like, the distortion on the guitar needed to be remixed and remonitored, but, like, the bass really worked for me. There was some kind of plot happening as well. I don't care. I don't care, but the music was great. The guy who played that bass in that scene was trying to be Lemmy. Not very well, but you could see, like, the influence. Like, yeah, I want to play this like it's a guitar. It's going to be amazing. It was all right. It, it was. <laughs> it livened up a yeah, terrible movie. Yeah. At that point, though, uh, the the creepy, rapey art guy's hanging around, and he's like, he's kind of stalking. I her. don't get the point of the movie where it went from he's stalking her, blackmailing her into having sex with him. Then it went from like this is just an affair. Like, did I miss something? I think this movie was not very well plotted. I think they want they had high designs for it to oh, be this whole. Let's uh, just let's just get to the end because this is like where it actually gets interesting. Oh, she finds a a she basically goes undercover for the cops because he never explained what crimes he's committed. He's committed several sex offenses just by watching the movie. A series but of it's nothing the cops. I mean, nothing that the cops had been interested in. I'd imagine like the the he's got a series of aliases that he's committed I mean, crimes. We know under. we know from experience that LA cops don't treat rape that seriously. Uh-huh. So in the nineties as well, yeah. So then th- there's some reason they've got SWAT teams and fucking all kinds just to track down this one artist. Yeah, and they're gonna. Uh, she's going as a sting operation. She's going to go in there and get him on tape or whatever. She but finds then... a newspaper article with sex crimes or art. Oh, that's the... a tangent I forgot to go Which about. Just seems like... This time we'll get back to it at the end. But uh, when she goes in there, the guy's like, oh, I've got videotape of us having sex and I'll show it to your husband if you uh, turn me over to the fuzz. And then she decides not to turn him over to the fuzz. He gives the- this brilliant line... Um... Like knowledge is equals control oh equals God. power, which is just a, a roundabout way of saying knowledge is power. That's something he said went on that this, before, this really long fucking diatribe, yeah. didn't he? And like it was like the kind of shit that people who think they're making writing good dialogue writes in these garbage movies. Anyone would read this back and think this is garbage. You know what? This if is he, terrible. If he was a good writer, he would have seen that on the page and thought like, oh, that's a bit unnecessary. I can get that down to a few words and I can I mean, make a shorter movie. A knowledge kills is, the knowledge equals control equals power is just knowledge is power, which has been said by many philosophers and artists before this. <laughs> it's just, it's just like artists. saying like... Um, Fucking thing, give me, give me a quote, give me a quote of something. Um, pen is mightier than the sword. The pen is mightier than the sword. Say, this pen, aha, this pen, you see, can write down words, which are by their very definition through the, uh, through, through, the, I get you. through the, through the veneer of our <laughs> human experiences could potentially create ideas that are themselves stronger than the swords that you are wielding, sir. It's like someone writing that. It's okay. terrible. But then they convince, uh, she, he convinced her not to turn her over, and then we're we're at somewhere where now he rapes her at some point. Yeah, there's, there's a pretty unapologetic. Like, it's he, it's pretty much because there's just... a bit in it before when he's like he's drunk and she's come over to there and he's like falling down on top of her, and that's like oh here comes the rape, and I'm like no no no. You know, uh, there's been no, there's been no clear sign of struggle. There's been no, vo- there's been no vocalization of opposition. This is fine. But then he uses his body weight to press down on top of her, and I'm like, okay, yeah, fair enough. This isn't cool. But that one stops short. The one but- we're talking about later on is a full-on rape. This, this shit actually happens. Yeah, but we cut away from it. On- it's like just it begins like the whole horrible. She's terrified and he's like and there's climbing a, on top there's of her. There's a sound, like that energetic sound of tearing of clothes and stuff yeah, as cuts well. So to another scene that's right meant away. to be a traumatic scene. 
It just didn't come across that way because it's just not a very dramatic movie. But uh, yada, yada, yada. She tells the husband because she feels bad. The husband goes, oh, I'm going to show this guy. And he gets his office gun, which is oh, what yeah. people in America have. Whatever. And uh, then keep listening, Stanley, Americans, please. Then Stanley Golden, I'm so sorry, Internet, for being anti-Semitic before, bursts into this office like James Bond. Like, yeah, I'm going to fucking office. show up. Uh, the, the artist's, the artist's rape shit. Like, yeah, I'm going to fuck shit up with my James Bond skills. And it turns out they're good mates. And he the... set it all up. Yeah. Which is something... I don't understand what his motive was. I'll whatsoever. tell you now. When when it was discovered that this guy was a fetishist, I was like, okay, so a, a good way for this movie would be to go the cuckolding route, and that could be how he works his way into there. But I didn't give the movie credit for actually doing it. It did. Okay, so now, yeah. we're talking fetishisms, we're talking subs and doms. This is the sort of thing that two heterosexual men on a Saturday night should absolutely be spending their time doing. So anyway, <laughs> I have been watching... Uh, a Showtime series called Billions. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. It's really a good thingy. series, Billions. Damien Lewis and... Damien uh, Lewis and... Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. So, Billions, the premise is... Damien Lewis is a, a stockbroken tradie man, whatever they call those guys. Giamatti is a, a, a crime stopper like man, whatever SEC, you call those is guys. He an SEC no, no, or? he's not. He's just... Uh, he's like a governor or wants to be a governor. He's one of the rungs... His job is to catch people that do this shit and try them for it. Okay. But the, the brilliant part of Billions is that even though Damien Lewis is committing crimes doing this stuff, he's the likable character. He's a nice guy. People like him. Paul Giamatti, whose job is to represent the interest of the people, is a dick. No one likes it, but like you like him because he's a dick. You know what I mean? Okay. Paul Giamatti is also a sub like, ah, yeah, okay. and his wife, who works with Damien Lewis, is his dominatrix. Good for them. That seems yeah. Nice. They they've mainstreamed this, and it's yeah. like, well, you know, this is just what I need to get off. Like, they have a loving relationship outside. They have the kids. The kids are well adjusted and stuff. But like, he he needs to be whipped and enchained. And and you know, you see the stuff over the time of the series. It starts off as weird, but then you go, maybe that's the process that you have. Then that's the process you have. Yeah, yeah. It gets to a point later on in the series where he is like the stress of being a, a law man is how he needs this whipping and chaining to get over. Like as a really like some people just drink a lot of beer, other people yeah, yeah. just get whipped, you know. Yeah, and it, it, it's a stressful case, and it's not going the way he wants it to. The the marriage is falling apart. They've been on a break. They get back together. The the bondage stuff isn't working for him anymore, and at which point he goes like, "You need to tell me about the people that you've been shagging when we weren't apart, because the only way I can get get up is by getting shamed, and the only way I can get get shamed is by thinking that I failed you as a as a husband." All well, around about the world, takes shame. some meaty roles. He does. He? he does take some complicated it's, roles. It's totally worth watching. Him and Damian Lewis are both great in it, and the women in it are both great in it as well. But <laughs> cuckolding is another uh, facet of subbing, which is itself a, fac- a facet of fetishism of dominatrix. Okay. I feel so, as though people could have Googled this. I, think, yes, I feel as though they would have Googled it already. I just wanted to tell you about Billions. Okay, yeah. Because Billions is a great show. Paul Giamatti is a great actor. And he plays that well. It's on my list of stuff to get to. It's, to- it's totally worth watching. Uh, but, like... 
The way this relates to the movie is the dude is just could have so easily just said, do you want to just tie me up, love? Do you want to just tie me up? Because that's all the things that he wanted in there. He wanted to watch someone else have sex with her. And, 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 and the movie carries on after this, by the way. That's not the end of the movie. And she realizes that, like, oh, all I really needed to do all along was just give in to his kinky, kinkiness. Because then she sets up another sting where she uh, gets... <laughs> Why is this happening now? Yeah, she, she says, like, so she, she says to um, Mr. Jewish Rich Man... Uh, again, I'm not anti-Semitic either, by the way. Uh, <laughs> that just, like, oh yeah, I, I, how about I just, you know, handcuff you and we'll have some kinky sex. And he's like, oh, brilliant. Yeah, because yeah. that's what I was into all, all along. All he wanted, wasn't it? Yeah. But at the same time, she also rings up the rapist and goes like, do you want to come around for this threesome with me and this hot lass that I know? It's and he goes like, the, oh yeah. The depressing thing is that like, not, it's like, this doesn't set men in a good example. Like, oh, no, like, we'll just immediately like jump to any situation with it. Might have sex. It's annoying that that's like such a generalization, and it's also annoying that it's kind of right as well. <laughs> yeah, like, to be fair. A woman rang me up and was like, "Yeah, we can have sex," and you know, there's another woman involved. I'll be already. These things sound fucking exhausting, by the way, as well. I made this point before when we weren't recording. Like, it's just it's so much work. It's like one one is enough. One- but the guy, right when when he shows up with the gun, and you think, "Oh, he's going to shoot him," and he goes, "Oh, surprise! We've been working on it all along." The artist guy seems a bit like bummed out about it. He's like, he doesn't feel great about it, but he is also like apparently a murderer, so he must. Have... Uh, I don't think. We I don't see, see why he'd feel bad about anybody. it. We no, but really... we... a lot of people say he's a bit shady, but no one really gets murdered, and there's no really evidence that he's killed anybody. But the, the the policeman does say there are some murders on his right on his thing, so and we've so already got the his word to say. Guy said he <laughs> evidence go. of woman slayer. So, yeah. You know. So there there is a like you could maybe feel bad for someone at some point in this because all the way through up until this bit yeah like the uh samuel gold breaker is just like he's not done anything wrong so you're just like okay yeah that that he poor guy that poor has, i mean he kind of you know the, his someone, worst crime is not paying attention to his wife he's being a shit husband is really the worst crime yeah you can get away with, and then it gets to the point where he's paid someone thing. to rape his wife yeah which is Which he didn't even need yeah. to do because he could have just filmed them having sex and got the same thing. But yeah. the whole, like, he needed to escalate that into a rape scene was just bang out of order, mate. And he does get fucking arrested for it at the end, so good on him. Which, yeah, you don't, you don't, don't pay people to rape anybody. That's the lesson in, we've learned In the sting at the end, she's wearing all her dom gear and stuff, and he's like, it's basically Christmas for him. He's having a grand time. <laughs> But this is where it gets, you know, for you, uh, Dom and Matrix at home, you, you, you'd see where this is all going to go wrong because the the artist man is not a sub. Obviously, he's a Dom. He needs to dominate people to feel sexual gratification, which is why he's murdering and raping people. So her grand scheme is to tie them both together and then call the police in, to which point he goes, no, I'm the one who's going to be tying everyone together here because that is how I get my rocks off. Yeah, and then wait. there's a very iffy scene of oh, him yeah. of him making hair walk around like a dog, okay. which is someone you know. Can we just uh, talk no. about the fact that they show this weird party as well, and there's a dog there yes, too. There are two dogs in this movie. Yeah. Two dogs. Two dog. That can't be a coincidence. And then he's like, "Oh, bark like it's a dog." A thematics. It's a thematic I suggestion. Just, I just felt so bad for the dogs in this movie because they've been fucked. Like, there's no, <laughs> there's no getting around that. They've had dicks inside of them, human dicks against their will. I'm like, I don't want to know this or hear this or know about it. And yet you do. And now it's there <laughs> in my brain forever. 
And now it's like next time I'll I'll be there with a dog, which you know, as you know, I have several dogs I'm friends with, and yes, I go and see every now and then. Now obviously, like, oh no, hope no one put your dicks in you, <laughs> please. <laughs> but you can't tell me though, because you're a dog. But it works out okay for the people in this movie because uh, there was no need for any other tying up of people because the police just burst through the door and go yeah. like, "Well, please freeze, sucker." <laughs> They do actually say freeze sucker as well. And and then uh, the wife just uh, gets into a car and uh, drives off. She's like, what are you going to do now? I'm going to be free. It's like, no, you're not, though, are you? Okay, but the judicial process and the the crimes and the trials, oh, she's gone. There's also the fact that she doesn't have a means of employment of her own, so... You know, this marriage is null and void and she's probably going to divorce her husband and get probably nothing because the courts are going to be involved just trying to prosecute him. And... She's gonna have to get a job, which is so hilarious. Enjoy, and it's. <laughs> I just fucking. I think I missed a huge chunk of this because I just started laughing about the idea of being here serving in Starbucks and getting someone's name wrong, and the guy just being like, "This isn't my name. Oh, you people are scum. Oh, I hate you all. I hope you die of AIDS." Which you know, if anyone's worked in customer service, that's a mild form of the shit that we get on a day-to-day basis. And she's like, oh, "No, I used to be a rich." rich housewife and socialite how did this happen she thinks she can... i just it's so funny to me she thinks she can pay for food with sex so you know <laughs> the second someone comes up a bit late on a bill she's gonna be like oh well get your dick out i've tried that before it doesn't work at all they're not into it so this movie's <laughs> over it's terrible it's, it's not a good movie there's no there's no eroticism in there at all be had. before we started recording, before we started recording i was like how the fuck am i gonna talk about <laughs> this i've got like None yeah, of this that I've like, written down. One in the morning. It, we did a good job talking about this one. Yeah, none of this is just that I've written down makes any sense because it's all the only gob- conversation gob- of merit that could have come out of this, apart from the fact that Billions is a really good show that you should watch, is uh, art and porn. Porn yeah. and art. Well, it's cinema, art, and porn. I mean, this there, is not this, sold me on. There, there was no it. cinematic value to this. I mean, the fact that it was put on film. And there were some nice crane shots. Not like there was a nice track, one nice tracking shot. Like this should have been porn. It should have yeah. been listed as pornography. Pretty much. It should yeah. have been on the separate pornography IMDb, which I think is a thing. I don't really know. The only reason Danny Trail was in this was he uh, read a script. You know, yeah. no, no one he told him this was erotic. Probably got a script and said, "Oh, just read these lines out," mm. and yeah. Not, there was there was no merit to be had to that film apart from there were some tits in it and if you're gonna get that interested in tits you can just Google search and get more. <laughs> you're out on of it. the internet. You've got tits in the next window, dude. Just go there. Yeah, <laughs> that was terrible, long, unenjoyable, weird, and made me feel pretty icky talking about yeah, all this I feel bondage like I need to stuff take a in it. Shower now after that. <laughs> so yeah, uh, let's <clears throat> stop talking about this. <laughs> what's yeah. the what's the let's rating for this, this one? this from our brains with alcohol. There's, there's, there's no surely there's no machetes that can be given to this. Absolutely none. No machetes, and you should like if you think of giving this movie a machete rating, you should be ashamed of yourself. Ashamed. I you couldn't recommend this to anyone as a yeah. good as a good bad movie. Not even, a bad movie. not even in like the way the room is a good bad movie. It's just this is just bad. This is like that like that Caligula movie which they uh, they made as an as a, like a historical drama. But then it got financed by the mafia who wanted to make it into a pornog. So they just snuck into there at night and inserted porno <laughs> scenes. 
was of the idea of someone make, pouring his heart and soul into a movie and the mafia just yeah, the, investing the, time and money just inserting pun The director had his it. name taken off it and, and the actors wanted their names and faces taken off it, but like, no, we need to make the money back. <laughs> I'd love that. Like, well, it's probably horrible, but I could, that'd be hilarious now. Like, Making oh, the shit movies. Gods Malcolm of Egypt McDowell. is pretty bad. Let's uh, <laughs> let's insert some pornography into this. Still in 1991, the next movie is Lonely Hearts. Looks to be more of the same. Uh, Danny Trio, what were you doing in the 90s? <laughs> he was getting paid. This was his, be- his busiest year. <sighs> okay. Alma, a lonely woman, falls for the con man who steals her money after seducing her. Oh, okay. Frank doesn't want Alma around him, but he cannot do anything about the situation in case she goes to the police. Hot on the trail of the two is a female private detective, that's a pretty progressive, working for another of Frank's victims. That sounds like a caper. But the cover just makes it suggest it's going to be like the other one because it's just a, a lady with a tu- boob tube holding a gun. Oh no, there's a fella behind her without a shirt on holding a gun. So... Oh, it's Eric Roberts. Hey, he's back again. Yeah, this is, should be a bit more higher quality. Eric, it's just one more payment in my house, Julia. Please, Roberts. <laughs> this, these are uh, both movies. This, the one we just watched in this one, I've got like a uh, South Korean release dates on them. <laughs> okay. So this, this is the countries where this stuff's doing well for some reason. Maybe that's where. Tommy was was like, maybe yeah maybe mm-hmm. he's like he was in South Korea which we don't gonna ask questions about Tommy was out no one knows where the fuck he's from he's basically a force of nature he just pops up wherever he wants he might be in this room right now saying that we said his name three times so we'll watch this one and then we'll be into some interesting territory because they were into the TV stuff for a bit Jake Ooh. and the Fat Man and all that but that'll be on the next episode so if you listen to this uh, keynotes uh, we're not racist we're not anti-semitic we don't condone rape or sexual assault of any kind uh, and uh, yeah I know a lot about bondage but I don't engage in it and if I did that's my business thank yeah. you Danny Trio. <laughs> <laughs> thank you Danny Trio. weird weird episode that's terrible <laughs>